Welcome to the GNA Podcast, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol, where for your sink, you just go so loud, you bottom out all your fidelity, and you really have no clue how you're going to sink yourself later. Yeah, thanks, Blue. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> I take one week off and I get shit. This is turning to Christmas dinner all over again. Hey, you took one week off and you literally got shit into your Steam list. I got one game out of my Steam list. There you go. See? 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 Well, you heard him. We got Blue Shark here with us tonight. How you feeling, Blue? I'm feeling pretty freaking good. How about you, sir? You know what? If I were any better, it'd be illegal. And we got Damoc. You heard him here. How you feeling, Damoc? I'm still alive, dude. Fuck this COVID bullshit. I am still ditching it. I'm good to go. How about you? You know what? Uh, I actually, speaking of COVID, I just found out that uh, my brother was possibly exposed by his sister-in-law, who I lovingly have dubbed Agony. I won't tell you her real name, but it kind of sounds like Agony. And we got Co here with us tonight. Co, how are you feeling? I'm feeling great. But did anyone notice the fact that Damoc moved his desk? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's got it. Uh, he's got it on the opposite wall there because he's got the TV up above it. And yeah. he has a pretty clean room with that black light, right? Yeah, that black light yeah, does look pretty good. It looks good. Like, okay, Google, change the den lights to daylight. It's clean. I fucking clean this place. There's no oh, like, shit. shit boxes or nothing. There's an old computer, but like, it's clean finally. I'm doing nice. Good. All right. All right. What did you have to say to get it to turn like that black light color? Now it's muted. <laughs> oh, it's uh, I just say okay, the keyword, and then turn the den lights to blue. We're good to go, man. I love this stupid fucking home device. <laughs> Google Home. Yeah, or I can't Alexa. say it though because it gets all crazy. We got rid of the Alexa. That was causing us too many problems. Hmm. And Cecil's muted now. I see those lips, those sexy, sexy lips, but no words. No, I was just saying when uh, I couldn't actually say anything that uh, both Alexa and Google have their, uh, they both have their positives and negatives. Like you still can't play Skyrim on Google. That's true. Um, There's a lot that Google I felt is missing over Alexa for the basics. And I'm curious uh, see, so we talked about it shit weeks ago at this point. Have you tried it in your house? Because I still don't have it working in mine, and it's still a bug listed under Google support. Oh, where it sets an alarm for everyone? Yes, it won't broadcast to anything. And then when I did finally manage to get it to broadcast a couple times, whatever device speaker I set, it would refuse to broadcast out of it. You know what? I haven't, but... Uh... During the show, I'll mute myself while you guys are talking and test the hell out of it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a feature that Google on their website and their support forms is listing as a quote-unquote security feature, but honestly, every other fucking device does it, including Android Auto, so I don't understand. I think they just have a bug somewhere overall, and they need to get that worked out. I need to moisturize. Oh. I just scratched my arm with uh with the back of this knife 
And I literally just like it's snowing in my friggin' office now. Great. This is horrid. Damn. Oh man, I got some ashy elbows, man. How come nobody told me that? God, this quarantine sucks. Dude, because it's winter and your skin's going to dry out whether you like it or not. I walk around the house and get electrocuted nine times out of ten. You get electrocuted? What? Move down south. Yeah, I need that humidity in the air, man, because I walk around this air so dry. I'm just like, oh, flick on a light switch. Oh, it's life or death time. Is Dave <laughs> going to get it? <laughs> yep. Well, let's see what happens when he rolls a uh, rolls a resistance one now. Bloop. Oh, thankfully he rolled an eighteen. And there's death just staring at him, going, "Damn it! Not this time." All right, next time. Next time. All right. Well, let's uh, let's kick into some. What's his faces here? Like, uh, what is everybody drinking? So let's reverse that. Co, what are you drinking tonight, man? Nothing. I am drinking absolutely nothing. I am being boring as AF. Well, I like the censorship there because that was really boring. I'm, <laughs> I'm boring too. I'm not drinking anything either. In fact, I just finished a uh, ginger ale, zero sugar. So, what about you, Damoc? What are you drinking? Oh, I'm always fucking drinking, man. We can't have this goddamn show without somebody drinking at least. And I'll hold up the fort. So, uh, I've been drinking RAR. I don't know. It's a uh, it's a backwards R and A and then a regular R and it just says it's Nanticoke Nectar IPA. Seven point four percent. It's kind of okay. I probably wouldn't buy it again. Wasn't my favorite, so I switched over to Jolly Ale. Whatever the fuck, J J Highlight. Yeah. Highlight. Highlight, highlight, whatever the fuck, dude. It's fucking good. Like, uh, Moonfat actually got me addicted to this one because he brought it over for D&D one night. And I started drinking that. But unfortunately, it's, uh, it's a little low. No, it's 7.5% for the little one. But, man, I feel like I can drink a couple of these and not feel it. So I switched over to the truth. And now I'm just drinking the truth and having a damn good time. Well, actually, I, I can say on Saturday, I think it was, I actually had a beer. I had a, uh, it was a Kentucky Christmas morning, one of uh, Hardywood's. Uh, it was 11 point something percent by volume. Yeah, and I am literally still itching now. That's how, uh, that's my reaction to it. It was good. I was really friggin' lit off of that one beer. But, uh, yeah. Unpleasant because of the after effects. That's not so good. What about you, Blue? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm allergic to alcohol, so. Just, it's... Now... Like, the giving up alcohol thing has just turned out to be... I don't itch nearly as much. No, I thought that was mostly an issue with vodka. So, I'm really, really allergic to whatever grains they make uh, make vodkas out of here in the States. Some potato vodkas I don't really have much reaction to. But whatever grain or wheat or whatever the hell they're making them at here in the States, they're, like, really bad. Um, and, yes, I do have a very nasty reaction to vodka. But I actually have a reaction to almost any alcohol that I drink. Because I thought it was just the wheats. But then when I was doing, like, rum, you know, you figure sugarcane. That's not going to affect me. Nope, sugarcane. I'm, I'm allergic to rums. Uh, I'm allergic to, God, pretty much everything. Schnapps, um, 
rums, whiskeys, vodkas heavily, beers, all sorts of beers, wine. Oh, wine's a great one. You know, wine, I'll, I'll drink, you know, two glasses of it. And then the next day I want to claw my eyes out because it just itches so much. Huh. Okay. I've been drinking a lot of wine. Like we switched off a of beer and I've been drinking a ton of wine and really trying to go that route. But damn, dude, I couldn't imagine trying to wake up and claw my eyes out. Yeah. Yeah, so like, uh, so I drank that beer Saturday. I think it was Saturday night. Literally the next day, I woke up. I'm sitting on the couch and I'm just wondering why my scalp is itching. You know, like you know, like when you're just your scalp just itches, and you just can't get it to stop no matter what you do. And I'm like, oh god, that's three days in the field after I put gel in my hair, and yeah, it gets all fucking nasty, and you can scratch the gel out of your hair. But I couldn't imagine that with uh. You know, just having a beer and having fucked up like that. I can understand that itch driving me fucking crazy. Yeah, it's fun. Fun on a bun. What about you, Blue? What are you drinking, man? I think this is a really bad time for me to mention what my news resolution is with you being allergic to alcohol. It sounds like the show's about to die because for the next four months after the first, I'm not drinking any alcohol until May 1st. Well, there you go. Ah, Any alcohol, excuse me. I'm cutting out beer. Oh, so you can still drink vodka and tequila and rum? Mostly just the beer. Wine? I'm just cutting out the beer. But, uh... Okay, well, can you drink Zimas? Like, they're not necessarily beer. They're a malt beverage. Oh, dude, fuck you, man. Zima with Jolly Ranchers. That shit was amazing. If I can get some here, I'd drink them all over again. They're terrible. (laughs) Jolly Ranchers are so good. <laughs> so now, now we know what I'm drop shipping off to Daybox yeah, House. So, so good, you got to add Jolly Rancher to it. Uh, but tonight, I'm drinking the one, the only Blue Moon. Can anybody imagine <laughs> the symbol that I'm holding up right now? Oh, yeah, I know you're shocked. <laughs> Big shocker there, Blue. Big shocker. <laughs> Hold on, let me make it a big shocker. Yeah, well, I bought a 12-pack of it for Christmas, and I didn't drink that many of them because I ended up having a migraine on Christmas Day. So oh, Sucky. Yeah, it, it does suck. So I still have a bunch of them left over. Well, there you go. At least you got, uh, at least you got something to drink for yeah, a bit. That's okay, though. I, I got it. Blue's not going to drink. Cecil's getting allergic to alcohol. Co can't drink because I literally bought all the bottles of mead <laughs> and all of that. So he can't go to, you know, our favorite place to buy alcohol now. I got a solution for all of you. Go and buy an Oculus headset because uh, Selkie has busted her fucking fist playing drunken bar fight. It's a VR game, and she was swinging shit so hard, <laughs> she hit her hand on the tray table and busted her fist up a bit. So now she looks like she was in a <laughs> drunken bar fight. It's multiplayer. We can have a lot of fun sober. <laughs> oh boy! So, See, I want to get the uh, I want to get the Valve Index. Oh God! So so does it? It adds the sobriety, like makes you feel like you're dizzy and everything, and you can't really see. 
Look, I even played it because I started drinking before I put the headset on. So I was like, yeah, I don't need a game that's going to simulate me being drunk while I've been drinking. But yeah, she's played it sober and it's it, it's supposed to really fuck you up. But yes, it's on Valve Index. You can play it on any VR. But right now we have uh, the kiddos got an Oculus Quest 2. So they've been we have the Oculus Quest, the Oculus Quest 2, which, by the way, that resolution is fucking phenomenal on the second one, and it's super lightweight. I really enjoy it. Uh, but, yeah, it, it's going to be great, man. You guys got to play this drunken shit, and it's like $200 less than the first quest. Hmm. I like this. No, VR, man. I, I, uh, what, when the, where the hell was it that we were doing? Oh, it was, uh, Funland. Oh, yeah, the little shooter game that we were playing in Funland and all of that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that, and that was the original HTC Vive that they have at Funland. And, you know, honestly, those were still pretty good. Like, they were decent. I'm sure there's much better technology now, but those were still pretty fun and decent. No, those were really, really good. And I, I'm sorry I'm derailing things a little bit here. Uh I know that the first quest, because we have the first quest, and it's a little bulky, it's a little heavy, it's a little kind of grainy, and you kind of see a grid when you're playing the games. The new quest 2, that bitch is smooth. I don't see fucking the screen. The resolution is upped quite a bit. It's really good. And now I can't imagine what the actual, like, you know, the Valve Index looks like or... I think HCC came out with a brand new one right before Christmas, and theirs is better than anything. They're so expensive. The Quest 2 is $200. Well, I think the Valve Index for everything is like a grand, isn't it? For everything, yes. But for the headset alone, it's $499, so $500. Yeah, I could... I can still see that. I've, 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 everything I've read about the the uh, index is still, I still dig it. I think if I if I ever if I do, probably that's one I'm going to go down. But anyways, let's let's kick into since we're already pretty much heard some of the stuff that you are. What uh, what else are you playing, man? Um, well, I beat Cyberpunk 2077 finally after 80 plus hours of gameplay. And while I did not experience the game-breaking bugs that Ko has experienced, and it's kind of weird, the only people are reporting that are console users, but I had a wonderful time with minimal bugs during my playthrough. There were some texture popping issues. There was a couple of audio issues. There were some graphical issues with riding the yep. elevator. I would see textures popping through as I was going up and down the elevators. Um, other than that though I had a great fucking time and then I played Octopath Traveler you keep saying that but I don't think you've gone to the Cyberpunk 2077 Reddit because people made a meme out of the video game being just utterly broken see you say that and then every time I look at it and all the media reports are like oh consoles or low end PCs and I'm like well, Co doesn't have a low-end PC, and he's got all these crazy problems, but no one's reporting this crazy falling through the world, flip through the world. I think the media didn't actually play the game. 
to be really honest with you. I'm not calling you a liar. I'm just saying, like, yeah, yes, no, yes. no, no, le- le- no, legitimately, not calling you a liar. It's like, wow, you're the only person that's actually reporting these crazy bugs. It's not on a a console or b a low end PC. And I know you don't have a low end so PC. I, I know, I know that uh, Cecil's had uh, through and saw a few of the bugs I have done. And then mm-hmm. I think it was Gravemind also sat through and found some uh, bugs that I was playing through as well. So like it's it's not just it's not just console players who are running into this issue. It's it definitely not just console players because I've I've seen tons of memes and or complaints about the game just just breaking. Oh, well, I've seen the PC stuff breaking, but the um, the falling through the world that you reported hasn't been reported on PC all that much. It has on the lower end PCs, but it hasn't been reported on the higher end systems. The texture glitches across the board, eh. That is what it is. So I have been watching other people play and they have what I would classify as a higher end PC and they were actually having worse bugs than Co was. Why isn't that getting reported though? Because you're watching, I'm watching the media articles coming like, okay, well, where's the bugs coming from? And some of them, I, I, I kind of want one of the bugs. I want that one where it makes me stand on the motorcycle and show my dick to everybody because, of course, I selected the extra large dick. But, uh, yeah, I don't get that bug at all. God damn it. So, um, uh, as I've been cruising through Reddits and seeing different people reporting bugs, they're reporting them. I mean, I don't know what news outlet you're watching or what news outlet you're reading to not see them being reported, but they are being reported. They are out there. No, the 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 mass media at the moment is reporting that consoles and lower end PCs are showing game breaking bugs that are not playable for the most part, and they're having glitches where there's uh, not just texture fall offs, which you know the rest of us are experiencing. I've experienced, but they have the falling through the world bugs. They have the ones that are game breaking. They have the teleportation bug. Now the teleportation bug specifically looks like it's one very specific quest and it's a side quest but other than that i haven't seen it i will point out the teleportation Uh, bug is not limited to a specific side quest it is a issue with uh climbing over objects and i can repeat it okay because the only one where i was able to look at the youtube and it shoots you back like two thousand kilometers is a very specific side quest where you're trying to climb in a very specific window. And when we were looking at all the bugs for the, the, the YouTube videos about it, everyone is showing the exact same quest with the exact same window. And I haven't found anybody else that's showing shooting teleportation aside from the one spot. Well, before we turn this into Cyberbug 2077 round two, Blue, what are you playing good, sir? shit I had something for this like a game that I've been messing with (laughs) pretty much Um, I haven't been playing a whole bunch of games Uh, Pokemon Go I've been playing that Um, I feel like I picked up something recently and started playing it but I can't remember the name of it 
wasn't a very consequential game. Didn't really spend a whole lot of time with it. But yeah, mostly life. Unfortunately, that's been what I've been doing is focusing on life. I'd like to get some more gaming it maybe this weekend, but you know, we'll see what happens. Very cool. Well, I actually have been playing a game. Singular. For about five and a half hours. Uh, Daymok actually picked me up. Uh, there is no game. Wrong dimension. It's a cutesy little point and click adventure game, which if you, if you enjoy point and click adventures, you'll dig it. If you enjoy puzzle games, you'll dig it. If you enjoy, if you've kind of like, if you've just experienced how gaming has evolved from like the mid eighties up until now, you'll enjoy it because there's a lot of little things in it that make that poke fun at just gaming. If you enjoy the Stanley parables kind of sense of humor, you'll enjoy it. Yes, definitely. I definitely agree with that. It's, it's got, it's really well put together. Uh, It's a well thought out game. It makes fun of itself. It doesn't make, it doesn't take itself too seriously. Um, In fact, when you start playing the game, it really just feels like you're playing some sort of parody. And then all of a sudden, like, I think third, it was like third or fourth chapter, I think. You all of a sudden realize that there's an actual story there and you're like, oh, and then, you know, you're kind of get interested in the story. Destiny 2 Beyond Light. Oh, that actually Beyond Light actually makes total sense to the original Destiny story now. Like the original first Destiny, like that whole main storyline where you had no clue what the hell was going on. Beyond Light finally explains Perfect. all that. Or at least makes Haven't sense. gotten very far with it. I've literally played the first mission recently. That's what I did. Uh-huh. I, I ended up Oh, where you've got to get that, uh, where the, the guy gets, the, the, that fallen yeah. guy, what hell's his name? My brain's just melting. He, he gets sucking ice around, Yeah, river, like right? dark crystals or some shit like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah that, that mission. Varix? Varix, thank you. Yeah, I ended up uh, buying that on the Stadia. So I can play it wherever and whenever for the most part. I haven't tried it on the phone yeah. just yet, but, you know playing it upstairs in the bedroom on the TV. So. Well, that's the fun part about Stadia is that you can play it on any machine that's got a Google Chrome browser. Oh, nice. You can do keyboard and mouse, or you can just plug in your Stadia controller and play. Hmm. Maybe I can start. Um, you can play it on any Google Chromecast Ultra, as long as it's plugged in, like, physically to the Ethernet. Yeah. Yeah, Stadia is uh, Stadia's pretty cool. I was actually thinking... Because yeah, I can actually play Destiny on there for free. And I actually fired that up, Jesus, well, a month ago now. But a, a bit ago, I fired it up in there just to run through some stuff. Yeah, I know. Uh, excuse me, sorry about that. I uh, I started playing it for free on the Stadia, but then I ended up just buying it because I'm going to cancel the subscription gaming service. So figured I'd probably end up playing more of it if I had it you know, like on the Stadia than I necessarily would on my console because sometimes I'm not, I don't know, I'm not playing on my console because reasons. 
Well, yeah, I mean, the, that's the fun part about the Stadia is that, uh, I mean, it's really, it's really the fun part about any streaming gaming service in general is that it allows you to play it in more than one place and you're not tied down to one screen, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Now, that being said, right, um, I did like the Stadia. I did like GeForce Now. I, I had my own issues with both services. Um, if you're playing the games, have any of you played the games legitimately outside of your house? Not yet. Yes. Co, have you have you played yeah, outside actually, of your house, or have you tried the services at all? No, I, I don't buy into that stuff. I don't support uh, gaming services like that. Okay. So, Cecil, you have played the games outside of your house, and how was your enjoyment, and what platform did you play them on? So I played NVIDIA GeForce Now. I played it at a cafe. I played it at my brother's house. Because you're referring to physically out of my Correct. own home. Out of your internet connection. Yeah. So I played it over, I played it at an internet, at, at a, just a cafe. It was like a, just a hoity-toity, like sit down, grab a cup of tea in a sandwich place. Um the free Wi-Fi there was okay. I had to kick everything down to like 720p to to play it without without getting some stutters. Didn't bother me because I was on an old laptop anyways. So I could I was able to play the game and I was able to enjoy it. Went over to my brother's house. I was actually playing War Thunder over there for a while. I actually jumped on and I think I was playing with Vintage while I was playing War Thunder. Uh, maybe it was Vintage. Maybe it was Sturm. Somebody I was playing War Thunder with. And I was playing it, uh, I literally just hooked up a PS4 controller to my laptop and then just sat there with my laptop hooked up while we were watching a movie and playing War Thunder. To me, I haven't had too many experiences other than when I tried to do it through mobile. But I'm on Google Fi now, and Google Fi's speeds are, hmm, they're okay, they're not great, they're okay. Uh, So I didn't have a great experience when I tried it over mobile. Okay. I mean, uh, most people I know that have been trying it have been trying it in their own home, myself included. Uh, and I've been wondering, why not just get a Raspberry Pi and get the free Steam link and go from there because they've released it to that. And I have an original Steam link and, man, hooking that up to the upstairs bedroom. Wi-Fi is not so great, but if you can hardwire that bitch... There's no reason to try these other services at the moment in my own home. Outside of my own home, I can see a different aspect of it, but I haven't really played games outside my own home. So it's actually funny that you said Steam Link. I actually, when they went on sale and you could get them for like a buck a piece or two bucks a piece, I bought a whole bunch of them. So I have one in my bedroom. I have one attached to the main TV, and then I had, I made I put in an actual monitor on a wall in the living room, and I have one attached to that. All of them hardwired, and that's actually how I was playing. Um, what's his face? Uh, no game here, or there? There is no game. I was actually playing it through that, just sitting in the front room with a keyboard and mouse while something was on the television, and I was just sitting there playing through that. So there is no game. How have you been enjoying it? Because I did not get as far as you. I played for like two hours and I probably used a bunch of fucking hints because I'm a retard when I play. 
Uh, it's done. I beat it. It was it was incredibly fun. I I I have to say I you definitely nailed the mark on that because that was that was a game that I would definitely sit down and just play through. The humor it was incredibly dry humor um, at, at 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 a lot of different times. The fourth wall breaks were entertaining and sometimes caught you off guard because the whole time he's talking like, you know, the, the narrator or the program, however you want to call it, is talking, you know, there is no game. But you keep playing and you keep and like you'll start playing and he'll start interacting with you while you're interacting with the other characters on screen. And you for a second will forget that you're playing a game where there's not supposed to be any game. It's it's very entertaining. And the story that goes along with it as it starts to unfold, it it's 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 actually really well put together. Uh, I was I, I thoroughly enjoyed going through that. In fact, I'll probably go through it again just to see if I can um, get some of the achievements that are there. You know, some are like, you know, guess a code without looking at the you know looking at the ruins um i did i think i used about seven or eight hints throughout the entirety of it because there were just some that just i'm scratching my head going this does not make any sense um and then there were some where i'm like all right i know what i'm supposed to do but it's not working so what am i not doing right and it's like oh because i've got to rotate it clockwise instead of counterclockwise or some shit like that I'm glad that you enjoyed it because when I started playing that game, it screamed Cecil to me across the board. I was like, oh, dear God, I'm trying to figure this shit out. And I was like, you know who would really enjoy this? What's the, uh, oh, you had the guy on the podcast and he created that wonderful game. Oh, a, there 13th you go, doll. 13th Doll. And I was like, I played that a little bit and I got so confused. I had to watch tutorials because it just did not work for me. It was too complicated for my stupid ass. But I was watching, I was playing this game and having a good time and using some hints. And I was like, this is right up your alley. I'm glad that you actually enjoyed it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it, it's got a nice hint system in it where you can use the hints if you want and they're tiered hints. A majority of them are tiered hints where it'll give you one hint. And then maybe a second hint before it gives you like, okay, this is what you're supposed to do, dumbass. Um, but yeah, they, uh, there's like seven, I think, chapters in it. Sherlock Holmes being the second chapter. And uh, dude, wait till you get to the free to play one. Like really, you just got to play it. It's only like, seriously, there's about, I got through it about five and a half hours. So there's, you know, even if you're a self-proclaimed idiot, you probably got about eight hours and you're done with the game. Uh, I don't know about that one. Um, I have quite a few hours in that game. And um, yeah, I'm 2.2 hours in and I'm definitely in the Sherlock Holmes area. Okay. Well, so the funny thing was is that when I got to the Sherlock Holmes area, the Sherlock Holmes area took me the longest because I had to figure out how to play the game. But once you figure out how to play the game, the rest of the game is is a lot simpler. Like, for instance, there's a whole bunch of mechanics in the game where you've got to lift something up and then let it fall and it'll hit the bottom of the screen and something will happen. There's a lot of those mechanics in the game that you just you almost forget about because they space them out far enough where it's not it, it, they don't they don't go down the same road 
so much that it seems like it's repetitive. It seems like there's enough going on that you're like, oh, okay, well, this is kind of new, even though you're doing the same things over and over again eventually. Yeah, I had a good time. I need to finish that up, but I got caught up in Octopath Traveler. I had no idea it was out for Steam, so been playing that. Octopath Traveler is, uh, I have yet to play it, but I've heard so much good stuff about it. Don't play it. Like, legit, don't. It's, it's great. It's fun. It's entertaining. But once you figure out how things go together, it's like, oh, okay, I'm just going to do this and this and this and this and this over and over and over and over and over again because it is a JRPG. Yeah, it's kind of missing the the story elements. If you're expecting like you know Legend of Dragoon or like any of the fi- older Final Fantasy games, so or even Chrono Trigger and you know all those uh, titles, uh, but it is a JRPG and it has some interesting combat mechanics. So there was a game, God, called I think Saga Frontier. That really, like, when I watch people say play Octopath Traveler, it reminds me of of Saga Frontier, both in like how it looks. I'm not sure about the combat system, but how you just said about the story, it really reminded me of uh, of Saga Frontier. I don't know why. Have you guys ever played that? It was an old game, came out I think early 2000s. No. And it reminds you of the story of Octopath? Not so much the story of Octopath, but the way the way you just described how the story was, how it was kind of, it was a JRPG, but it really felt like it was lacking story. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't fully, like, that's how I felt about Saga Frontier. Okay. It was a fun game, but it was, um, Saga Frontier was one of those games where you could choose to be all these different characters and play through the story as those characters kind of like do you remember the game seven saga now this this is going back this is like super nintendo 92 93 maybe hold on i gotta look it up that's the way you're looking it up uh whenever i guess when i refer to the the story lacking in octopath traveler uh, you don't actually finish the main story by beating the final boss per se uh, to to actually get the actual ending to the game you have to beat the secret boss and that's many more hours of content that you have to grind through to get the the game's actual ending otherwise the ending is just kind of like eh so seven saga came out in 1993 it was for the super nintendo it was a turn-based role-playing game and you started off the game you got you chose who you wanted to be you chose like this robot guy a demon a cleric, a knight, and you had all these different characters that you could choose from. And as you played the game, you played from that person's perspective. You would meet those other characters, and sometimes they would join you and be part of your team. Other times you'd be fighting them. And that's right. how that's how Saga Frontier turned out. Like, you would play, you would choose who you played as, and you would do the same thing. But both of those games, it really felt like there was a lack of story. It just felt like they, they spent so much time on, I guess, the mechanics of the game mm-hmm. that they didn't spend enough time on the story. And just the way, Damoc, the way you were just, or, or oh, sorry, the way you were just describing the game of how of how the story was, was 
less than what you expect. That's the same feeling I got when I played both of these games. I would say it's similar to that, but it's even more limiting. You don't actually end up fighting any of the, the characters that you uh, uh, run uh, encounter. They all just join your party, or you have the option to just add them to the party at any point in time. So it, it has that element, but uh, a little less so than than uh, than the one you're describing. Also, the one you described kind of sounds like Shining Force to me. <laughs> is, that, is that the one with the uh, the, the arcade beat 'em up? Shining Force. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, I like that game too. Now, Octopath's not a bad game, and if you want to watch eight different fucking storylines that go eight different fucking ways, then sure, it, it's it's good. It's Square Enix, right? It, mm. It's it's going to be good. It's going to have really deep storyline, but honestly. I chose my main character and I skip everybody else's fucking storyline because I don't goddamn care about the characters. I just want to get some shit done. And then I want to go into some dungeons. I want to have fun. I want to unlock unlock the uh, the different classes and go from there. So honestly, yeah, the story for me is lacking because there's no overall, hey, this is what we do. Your characters go in chapters and it's it's eight different chapters and I don't feel like they put the heart and effort into the main quest because there is none. There is a main quest. There actually is a main quest. Like, like I said, in order for you to actually have everything come together again, you have to beat the secret boss. The, the, the true story is not the quote-unquote final boss that you'll fight. It's this hidden boss. Well, now I'm confused as fuck because I'm on chapter two of everyone's storyline, chapter three of a couple of their storylines, and I'm going, I don't know what the fuck, man. I'm just going to level up and grind out some of these bosses. You, you're going to have to do that. You have to kill a lot of bosses. You'll get to the final boss that I'm referring to, but to, to get the true ending of the game, you have to keep on grinding. So, fun fact I just learned... Saga Frontier is actually in the line of Saga games that were originally titled the Final Fantasy Legend games. I didn't know that. Hold on here. During essentially Saga Frontier was noted for an innovative and non-linear free roam scenario system which allowed gamers to play as seven different protagonists, all with their own goals, story, and more. In more recent years, the system has been compared to Square Enix's 2018 turn-based game Octopath Traveler. There you go. So, so it's just a reimagination, a reimagining of the uh, the original. So one. so that's that's why it felt so much like Saga Frontier, because yeah, there you go. I told you it just sounded like it. Yeah, I mean, you did say that. I I had never really played the Final Fantasy games. I've been playing Final Fantasy V and trying to get through that a little bit. And then I've been playing Octopath Traveler. Five or six? Six. I was going to say, because I think... Say five. Wait, six or four or something. Roman numerals. I'm stupid. Okay, let me bang my head against the desk and I'll figure it out. It's one of five the- has the V. Six has the V, then the I. Four has the I, then the V. Yeah, it's one of those. I there's definitely a V in there. Okay, so can you tell me one of the characters' names in the game? No, a single I can't. character. 
No, I've been playing too much Octopath. I've got so many hours in Octopath Traveler right now. I couldn't tell you what was in the Final Fantasy characters. Because I could probably tell you what game it was if you named one of the characters. I bought it off of your recommendation. You said oh, the Steam version was good. Final so Fantasy VI. That, yeah, that, that's a port yeah. of the mobile one. Okay, so that's Terra, Setzer, Sabin, Edgar. Yeah. Locke. Who else is in there? Shadow's in there with his dog. Actually, I probably could have just asked for their dog. And yes, before somebody sitting there listening gets the funny idea to go, well, what if I name the character Sid? I'll I'll ask for more information. Like, was he an engineer? Was he a teacher? That's something I thought Octopath was lacking. I couldn't rename the characters. I can change their job classes, but I can't rename them. Oh, interesting. Well, you know the whole you know the whole Sid thing about Final Fantasy, right? Nope. I have only had a little bit of Final Fantasy rammed up my ass, not a whole lot. So Sid is in like literally every Final Fantasy game. True Final Fantasy game, not the Final Fantasy Legends and all that shit. <laughs> not everyone. Which one wasn't he in? Uh thirteen? And f- 15? Well, I don't count the MMOs. Well, no. He was in 15. No, I didn't say 14. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. No, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure he was in 15. Or was he He's DLC? In 15. Oh. He's the mechanic. Oh, is he? Mm hmm. Oh. Was he in 13 then? I don't think he was in 13. I'm, I can't I'm remember checking. a Sid. Uh, Sid Reigns. Brigadier General Sid Reigns is a non player character in Final Fantasy 13. And Lightning Never Returns. Mind. Huh. See, all I could remember from 13 was Sarah. What about 14? Is he in 14? Oh, God, he's if it's he's got to be in 14 somewhere. Sid Garland. I don't remember. His name is Sid Garland, a non-player character in Final Fantasy 14. He leads the Garland Ironworks, a group of Garoline and Erosian engineers. I'm probably huh. saying those wrong, and somebody is probably cringing listening to me. I should have uh, paid attention to uh, 14 storyline more. I don't pay attention to storylines. No, so you, you just play. Happen. I was gonna say you just play the game. Yeah. No, so yeah, so game. Sid has literally been in every Final Fantasy game, and there probably is one that he hasn't been in. But the old story was that Sid sounded like the most American name that they could possibly think of in Japan, so they put him in the original one and then just kept putting him in as a joke. And he's literally been in every one. Um, he's either been a non-playable character or he's been in some games like Final Fantasy four, a playable character or seven. Yep. And in Final Fantasy eight, he was, I think the headmaster headmaster Sid or something like that, or teacher Sid or some shit like that. Yep. It was headmaster. Headmaster. Sid. There you go. And then isn't one of the wizards in kingdom hearts also named Sid. Oh, probably. There's got to be. A, no, no. Sid, like Sid, the engineer from Final Fantasy VII, is in Kingdom Hearts. Really? Now, that's interesting when you're saying, like, it's the most American name. Now, I've never met an like, when I say an American, somebody who was, you know, multi-generations American named Sid. I do know several people from India that are, you know, several generations American and their nickname is Sid because 
saying their first name. I don't want to botch it all up, but they just call themselves Sid. So I've never met American. It, American. it, it was one of those like when we were growing up. And you heard heard it through the rumor mill. Whether it was or wasn't, I don't actually know. I could probably Google why it is, but I kind of like just believing that old story from when I was young that, yeah, it was the most American name that they could think up, and they just started putting it in everything. Uh, we do know a Sid. <laughs> we do? I know we, a couple of different Sids. We used to work with the yeah, Sid. We used to work with one, yeah. he's. I mean, I still keep in touch every once in a while. Uh, Sid was Sid in Kingdom Hearts was the Sid from Final Fantasy VII. He was the engineer from Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, no, I I, I would butcher the uh, I would butcher his actual name, Sidihandro. See, see, I'm gonna sound like it's fucking Hispanic, but it's not, and then. I'll fuck it all up, but yeah, we just call him Sid because he likes to be called Sid because no one fucks up Sid. Oh, that was like uh, we had a teacher back in 2000. 2000. Um, his name was Nikolaescu, uh, but nobody nobody could say his name right. In fact, I'm probably screwing it up now that I'm trying to say it, but his name was Dr. Nikolaescu. Um but nobody could ever say it, so they said, "Just he's just like call, call me Doctor Nick." And we're like, "All right," and everybody just called him Doctor Nick. God, do you know what I just realized? And this is sad. I still have Kingdom Hearts three over here in the plastic because I bought it on game day on on day one, and I still have yet to play it. And I sold my PlayStation four, so it's now just sitting up here in the plastic still. What? It's after Christmas. Where's your PlayStation 5 that you paid $1,500 for? Oh, it's not here yet, and I paid $2,500 for it. Yeah, that's a freaking... It's a flop. Oh, man. I, unfortunately, I just can't do Wednesdays, man. They, they, uh, they kind of hurt me, but I want to talk so much shit. I've missed out on so many podcasts. I'm a little sad. Yeah, they yeah, I'm actually uh, happy that I got to sit there and do a rant on Cyberpunk, and you weren't able there uh, be there able to be there to object. <laughs> <laughs> he actually he was quite pleased about it. Yeah, I uh, I did actually listen to the podcast, and there's quite a bit in there. And I I gotta say, I'm watching a lot of it, and 2020 is a shit year, man. For the most part, there are some wonderful things, Blue. And I'm very, very proud and very excited for you. Like, congratulations across the goddamn board, right? But overall, 2020 hasn't been the greatest year for Thank you, sir. video games, right? And I don't know. I think the game's getting hit a little harder than it should have been hit. Uh, but to a certain extent, I, I believe it it deserves all the criticisms that it has. I have not personally experienced the amount of bugs that other people have had, but that does not mean the bugs don't exist. So when you say 2020 was a shit year for gaming, I want to point out that there is no game wrong dimension was released August 6th, 2020. Yeah. 
Yep, towards the, the end of the year because the developers have had it and they had a gun in their fucking mouth making that game because there was a lot of gun-in-the-mouth texture in that. Yeah. So here, here's something that I want to... I want to ask, and and I don't I don't want to push any buttons, but it's just something that when you were just saying that maybe you know that that cyberpunk maybe got a little bit extra negative attention from it just being 2020. Do you think possibly they got they were getting too much a little extra negative attention because of everybody on high alert, or do you think that people are finally just getting fed up with devs, AAA devs? releasing superiorly buggy games no i think it's the high alert the devs triple a devs releasing shitty ass games has continued and continued and continued the biggest thing that everybody was looking forward to and i do say everybody was looking forward to because you're talking about the most hype gamed of several years now turning out to be unfortunately a flop for the most part, I mean, look, consoles can't play it. That's fucking terrible. You can't have an older generation console and play the game. It's not playable. You can't even have a newer generation of the console and play the game. For the most part, it's not playable. You have to have a medium to high-end PC to play the game, and even then it wasn't bug-free? That's fucking ruthless for the most part. And I and I think they got what they got but 2020 also led to the whole we really want to find an escape and play a game to get us through the rest of the fucking year so that we can get the shit done we can get our vaccinations we can move fucking forward and everybody wanted cyberpunk to be better than it was on launch and it was an average game launch for a AAA developer. It was. It was an incredibly average launch. That that was the thing that was so disappointing. Is that it, it was so mediocre in its launch that, it, like, I think I think I finally at the end of the day because I also bought it for my brother now too. I think I bought that game nine times and I still don't own it. And I'm personally glad I don't own it because of how mediocre of a launch it was. It just, it was incredibly like just deflating because I, I really wanted, I wanted the game to hit shelves and I wanted to blow everybody's socks off. And then I want to just be like, all right, I'm holding off for a little bit. Let everybody get used to it. Let everybody play it. That way I don't feel compelled that I have to sit down for the next 40 hours trying to play this game to keep up with the Joneses. Um, you know, I'm going to go back to what I had said last time is like on one hand you have AAA developers who pump out games every one to two years. So for example, uh, Call of Duty, uh, Modern Warfare and Warzone is it's a buggy mess. And that's mainly because they, they push these games out um, on a yearly basis without actually ever fixing anything before moving on to the next title. My issue with Cyberpunk being as buggy as it was is that they, pretty much had 10 years to do this game. And now, that's the state of, uh, of the launch that uh, we got. I, do that, I don't find out, acceptable. I do want to point out you're wrong on the Modern Warfare. Right? Uh, so there are three Modern Warfare developers and they have a three-year rotation. I, right? I know that, but there's right. still... So they have three years to revamp the same fucking game that they've been pumping out 
with right. a little bit here and there, and they still release a buggy mess. Well, I'm not now, saying one studio. I'm just saying they, the the uh, publisher themselves releases that game on a, on a yearly basis. I know there's multiple uh, pub, uh, developers pro, uh, producing the game, but there's still no uh, reason to have that buggy of a game not patched. I think, what? how long has Modern Warfare been out for now? Uh, two years? Uh, yeah, the new one is due out. I mean, they get a new Modern Warfare every single yeah. year, right? Yeah. Um, it, it's three developers. They're right. on a three-year cycle per developer, um, and they launch it that way. So technically, right. they really shouldn't launch a buggy game. CD Projekt Red, I'm sorry. Like, I love the game. I legitimately, personally, had no game breaking issues at all whatsoever i played 80 plus hours in the game mm-hmm. i had some texture issues um for them i had a couple audio issues where it was the background audio not the main audio i could see the subtitles but i couldn't hear what the characters were saying where i could in the beginning of the game and i did the elevator where i would have you know, where the elevator seemed like it scooched forward for some reason. There were plants cut through the elevator going up and down. Other so, than that, wait. I had no other issues. So here, here's the thing is that there's a lot of people who report this, uh, you know, the, these game breaking bugs in one sense or another. But if you really take a look at it, um, Cyberpunk came out or was in development roughly the same time as The Witcher 3. They they started off on the same engines, and I know that I I can guarantee you that uh, Cyberpunk twenty seven seven went through several iterations of the Red Engine. We've had this discussion before, right? Yeah, uh, we've I, actually talked about it. But how's a game that that's been in development since The Witcher three has been in development longer than said uh, development cycle for The Witcher three, and is infinitely buggier than The Witcher three? So you've played the game, right? Yeah. And, I, I, and you've played it to completion and all of that. I will say that the world in Cyberpunk, now you play games differently than I play games, and we all can agree upon It's a this, pretty world. Right. And it's not just a pretty world. It's a very interactive, pretty oh, world. I was going to go with the exact opposite. I was going to say it's a pretty empty world. I kind of feel that's kind of shallow, and I think that really need to up their uh, the depth of the game once their DLC content comes out to really give it more life. Because once you, you now, once I realized how it all pans out, I was running into copy paste buildings at one point. Have you? Did you realize that? No, I uh, I played only the main story quest with a couple side quests. And then the only real side quest I did was to unlock some of the cars. And then I just, once I unlocked two of the motorcycles, that was it, man. I started saving money and jacking bitches to get more money <laughs> to uh, get the motorcycles because yeah. I really wanted them. And then I had a great time and I finished this out without any issues. But I got yeah. I got A plus hours. You got like 40 hours tops. Oh, I got 26 hours. Yeah, you beat the game in 26 hours. I'm like, man, I'm 80 plus hours in and 26 I haven't hours, noticed that. And I got four endings of the six. I think that's including the the secret ending. But uh, uh, it's like it's yeah. seven with a secret or some shit like that. I don't yeah. know. I actually looked them up afterwards. Yeah. 
not not worth my time. I, I I looked up the last two that I didn't get, and I'm like, eh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I I do think developers need to slow down. I know they're in the the market to make money, but uh, yeah, you really hurt uh, you really hurt your your consumer base when you keep releasing these products. But at the same time, consumers just keep buying them. So I I don't know how I could even say this. Voting for your wallet's not going to do anything. I mean, no, keep, no, yeah. not at all, man. I I agree. Like CD Projekt Red, you shit your bed. Flat out, you shit your bed. You can't release an Xbox fucking an Xbox One console, an Xbox One controller, an Xbox One version of the game, and it not be playable. You can't release a PlayStation Four version of all this shit and it not be playable. You shit the fucking bed, flat out. However, on PC, my experience was relatively good, and I enjoyed my playthrough of it. But I, I understand where people are really upset for the most part, right? I got that there are massively game-breaking bugs. The interesting part is when I look at things and I look at what people are reporting, I'm only seeing that on console or lower-end PCs. And, Co, I know you don't have a shit PC. It's driving me nuts. I, I, Dave, like, you keep hashing that thing in there, lower-end PC and consoles. I really think that you got horse blinders on right now, man, because I, I just looked up a bunch while I, while you guys were talking, and it's all over Reddit, and these people are, are running like 2080s and, and, and better, and they're still having those issues. And it's interesting because I'm not seeing that for myself, and I'm not <laughs> seeing that from any of the streamers that I watch. And- <laughs> I'll be serious. I, I watch a lot of streamers and I'm not seeing the craziness. I'm getting it. But, that people but, I, but I think, I think you got some horse blinders on there, man. Cause you're like, I'm not seeing it. It's on this. It's on. But if you just actually take some time and search for it, not just look at the people that you're used to looking to, I think you'll find it pretty quickly. But the one thing that I want to point out is, do you guys remember when no man's sky came out? God, I still hate that game. Did I sound? Any, <laughs> I tried a lot. Did I, I sound like anything like Damoc is right now? Because I feel like I did. I think. I think we all knew that going in. A little bit. I, th- yeah. I, I feel like I did. I feel like I sounded a lot like that. Not that it's a bad thing. I, dude, whatever it is. I mean, if you're playing it and you enjoy it, then that's awesome. You you are you are yeah. If you had amazing, yeah. I mean, that's that's the thing is that everybody's experience with the game. Like, for instance, let's go back for No Man's Sky. I super enjoyed that game when everybody was saying I hate this game. I enjoyed it. Oh man! But the thing is, that's the thing though is I I enjoyed it, and that's just because I enjoyed it. It's like Sea of Thieves. I just enjoyed the gameplay, the very chill aspect of it. That's and hey hey, I enjoyed the games. Other people didn't. Okay. You're enjoying the game, but I'm saying you're enjoying the game. Other people aren't, but the thing is, it's the same thing across the board. Everybody was bitching and complaining about Sea of Thieves. Everybody's bitching and complaining about No Man's Sky. Everybody's bitching and complaining about Cyberpunk 2077. It's just, it is what it is. If you're enjoying it, that's the important part. And it doesn't matter what anybody else has seen or anybody else does. In fact, if you're enjoying it, I, I am a firm believer that if you're enjoying a game, truly enjoying a game 
you literally like turn your brain off for some of the stupid shit that people are saying. Like you literally just turn that portion of your brain off and you just play because you're enjoying the game that much. No, I I agree. And I, I, like I said, I truly think that CD Projekt Red shit the bed, especially when it came to consoles. They're going to be, they're going to have a long dig out of this hole. Cause I mean, any goodwill that they gained with the Witcher three, which they gained a lot of goodwill there. Any goodwill that they had with that, they've all but obliterated it. So they're, I mean, they're pretty much going to have to either A, they're going to have to pull one hell of a No Man's Sky. Like they're going to have to pull a Hello Games out of their ass. Or B, they're going to have a really, really long road to build back up that goodwill. And they might never get back to where they were. I mean, my firm belief is that The Witcher 3 is really why why Cyberpunk 2077 is so is such an issue because The Witcher 3 yeah. was such a great game and it's like it it's like a football player playing that one perfect game and then them being expected to play that perfect game every single time and they just can't That's true that's and that's why I'm uh, well, you know, why I said earlier it's like the, they should really uh, add more depth to the game with the the new dlcs and the multiplayer and and hopefully that resolves a lot of the complaints i have so even if they fix and they will eventually fix all the bugs in that game i still think it needs to add a lot more depth to the game because i i can tell you right off the back if you get the mantis blades or a sniper rifle my level five sniper rifle at level 25 would one shot uh enemies and when i finally switched over from the sniper rifle to the mantis blades the game became trivial on very hard. So I there's will, a lot of balancing issues there as well. I I do agree. There are massive, massive balancing issues. I posted a couple YouTube videos where you can't have solid multiplayer multipliers with fractional multipliers with a, a couple of the guys that I watch on YouTube. I posted in the Discord a few times and like, you just can't do that. That's a fucking no-no during the games. Who balances games? But The Witcher 3, upon launch, was a bug. And it had a lot of mess to it. Right? AAA developers over the last several years have launched nothing but kind of buggy games. The realization comes as 2020's a rough year overall for everyone. I'm wondering how much of a buggy mess was 2077 over the other games and it got scrutinized more only because honestly we were all looking for a game that we could have fucking escape in and sadly Seed Project Red for the most part shit the bed in my experience it was great. Now, I can agree that The Witcher 3, when it came out, had some bugs, but I'm pretty confident that when Geralt was run, drive, or ride, riding around on his horse that he didn't stand up and flash his penis to everybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he did. Yeah. He, there were all kinds of uh, cut scenes and all of that where he would just appear nude and all that, and everybody thought it was funny because, yeah, it... it it went from there, but yes, there were a ton of bugs, especially clothing issues in The Witcher 3 upon first launch. There's a whole bunch of YouTube videos if you look it up. 
Uh, I do remember The Witcher 3 being a bit buggy. I, I don't remember it being nearly as bad as some of the stuff that was in. I mean, just just watching Co, I saw some bugs that I'm like, holy crap. And it's not like, okay, so Ko's a power player. He will literally try to break games. The shit he was doing was not power playing. He was just roaming I, around. I wasn't even trying. He was just roaming around, beating people up hacking stuff he just do, like playing the game normally like he wasn't even trying to go crazy i mean the, 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 i think the craziest thing i saw on the entire gameplays i was watching was when he jumped behind some of the pipes and i'm like oh well, here he's gonna glitch through the world and then he just ducked and went underneath the pipes and came out the other end and i'm like oh well, that wasn't so bad i mean i streamed yeah. it a couple times too and I I don't know. I never had these problems, and I don't understand. I, I understand people in different situations doing different things and all of that, but damn, man. I, I legit had a good experience all the no, way dude, through. No, dude, that's stellar. I, I'm, I'm actually really happy that you had a good experience with the game because all I hear are everybody is everybody having this happened, that happened. I had a bad experience. So hearing somebody having a good experience... Honestly, I'd like to focus on that more than I'd like to. F- no offense, Kel, but I'd like to focus on Damoc having a great experience versus you having a shitty experience. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. that's. No, no one wants to hear a bad experience from a game that's been developed for 10 years. You want to hear good stuff about it. Well, yeah, and, and that's the thing that's going to make me want to play it is hearing people saying that they had a good time or even, yeah. even who the hell was it? Who was it? Oh, I was talking to. Um, Otak. Uh, Otak? Shit, how did he say his name? I'm going to say Otak. Uh, but I was talking to him and his brother, um, and they were playing it, and they were in, they were genuinely enjoying themselves. Uh, talking to some of the other people that were in my in my clan, Admiral Oreo, I think Z-Racer, or maybe it was Ben, but they were all playing it, and they were even saying, even though there are bugs in this game and they are obvious, like, this game is still fun to play. I can't put it down. It's like, well, dude, that's what I want to hear. That means that you're enjoying it. That that means that that same thing that I said about you, Damoc, that you're just turning that thing off. You're just kind of putting a blind eye to it. Other people were doing it too because they were just enjoying the game. And it's exactly, I think, what I did with No Man's Sky and, and Sea of Thieves. I just just turned that part off because it was like, well, I'm enjoying the game. So, fuck it. Now, see, with Sea of Thieves, I love that game. From the start to the finish, yes, they needed to expand upon things, and they expanded upon things. I had a great time. Where the fuck was the fallout with Sea of Thieves that you're talking oh, about? Oh, just the, I love the lack game. of content for quite some time. For, I think, a good six, eight months, there was really no content in it whatsoever. It was just uh, it was just a grind to get Pirate Legend. And I know a lot of people. I know probably four or five different people who grinded all the way to Pirate Legend when there was nothing to do. And then they started getting stuff out that made it a lot easier, and they're like, "Well, shit, wish we had this." Well, I think a lot of I think that the big letdown for Sea of Thieves is that it, it, it was primarily a PvP game, and if you didn't really focus on that, you're not going to have a good time because everything else uh, ultimately leads to you. Sh- you should be doing PvP, and I think uh, people expected just to be sailing around, being pirates, exploring the world, and collecting treasure and whatnot, and that wasn't what the end goal of the game was. Yeah, yeah they, they didn't Truly. realize that when they got all that treasure, they were going to get murked eventually if they didn't go back to port. <laughs> yeah. But, dude, there was, like, way yeah. back at the beginning when people really didn't know how to use those damn boats, it was so much fun to get on one of those little sloops, 
just cruise around and take out galleons because you could move so much quicker than them. And we had a lot of fun playing that game when it first came out and doing all of that. Although I think our focus, aside from Co, wasn't PvP. It was definitely let's get on the island, dig up all this treasure. Once we dug up a bunch of treasures, it was all about, oh shit, someone's following us. Fuck <laughs> yep. that bitch, ready the canyons, we're yep. doing this shit. Yeah, or hey, why did the water around us turn black? Or was that a shark fin in the distance? Hey, we recorded an episode when I first played that game and we uh, ran into the Kraken did. Uh, the first night. Uh, that we was did. fun. That was entertaining. I think we lost Blue over there. He's just like, he's just like sitting there, cru- just cruising on his phone. He's like, I have nothing to say in this whole conversation. Well, I don't play Cyberpunk. Well, why not? What? So, We're on to Sea yeah. of Thieves, man. What the yeah, fuck? Man. I mean, I've played Sea of Thieves a little bit with you guys, but I can't really tie it into Cyberpunk. <laughs> So it's not tiny and under cyberpunk. We're off of cyberpunk. Some of us enjoyed it. Some of us did not. Honestly, overall, CD Projekt Red shit the fucking bed for the most did. part. And it is what it is because they screwed yep. console players. Period. End of story. See, and I like then, the hate games. Is that, that's my thing. I just like the hate games. You do like <laughs> the hate games. You, 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 you thrive yeah. on that. You're like the dark side of the mm-hmm. force. But yeah, I, I probably have blinders on like Cecil saying and they keep releasing patches and I will tell you now that I've completed the main story via the Corpo route. Um, I am honestly going to wait probably six to eight months for them to patch out some of the other things so that I can play it more smoothly across the board. And they did announce that, and this was before Cyberpunk launched, they did announce that the DLC is going to be more along the lines of free with only a couple paid DLCs in there. So overall, I'm not mad. Well, we'll have to see. And I think after the first DLC, we get the the next uh, content edition, which will be multiplayer. I think that's what they're saying. Is I thought it was the first DLC and then multiplayer. I think so. I'm not looking forward to multiplayer because multiplayer doesn't make sense to me in that realm. If I wanted to play multiplayer within sandbox with no nothing, I play GTA. Well, but here's the thing. If they go multiplayer like they do GTA Online and actually make little bits of story in there and drop it in. Yeah. And that's what that's what makes uh, GTA really good. So that's what I'm thinking they're going to do with this uh, with the multiplayer. I think there's going to be more to it for you. Well, any anyways, gentlemen, on that note, uh, my daughter is here and it's her birthday tomorrow. She's having a huge sleepover. They've been super good and staying up and out while I've been recording. So on that note, Co, where can people find you at, man? They can find me on the GNA podcast discord or visit me at twitch.tv forward slash the battle squid. Nice. What about you, Damoc? Where can we find you at? Uh, you can always find me in the GNA fucking Discord. I'm the ultimate shit talker until I think January 1st. And we'll see where it goes from there. And hold on. All right. Somebody wake up, Blue. Blue. Blue, you got to wake up, Blue. <laughs> all right. I'm Blue Shark 45 and you can find me on the GNA podcast occasionally. You can also find me on Twitter at Blue Shark 45 And if you want to play games, you can hit me up on our discord 
Uh, you can also find him on Grinder as Blue Shark Forty Five. Uh, <laughs> only reason I know is because I matched with him earlier today. <laughs> I'm Cecil Xavier, your host. You can find me on Cecil vs. Games on Twitch, Cecil Xavier everywhere else. Sometimes with an underscore in the middle there, sometimes not. Uh, if you want to play games, jump in our Discord. I'll probably ignore you too because I haven't really been playing anything. But yeah, that's life. And then we got a whole bunch of stuff that we added in here. And then there's a website. Thank you, Damon. Have a good night, gentlemen. Thanks for joining me. Oh, man. Thanks for having me.